Welcome back to the channel, everybody. My name's Artie with CoinCasso, and in this episode, we go over the top news articles written in the last 24 hours so that you guys can stay up to date and informed on everything going around in the cryptocurrency space. Let's not waste anybody's time and jump right into this first article, which is titled Bitcoin stuck at the high 9000 range as stocks soar on Powell comments. Bitcoin treading water in the high $9,000 range Monday as stocks rallied and traders wondered when the cryptocurrency would break the five digit barrier again. Stocks, meanwhile, got a boost a day after the Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell talked about the continued stimulus efforts in the US economy during a television interview on Sunday at $9,673. As of 8 o'clock UTC, Bitcoin was trading down less than a percent over 24 hours. The largest cryptocurrency by market capitalization was close to hitting its 10 and 50 day moving averages, a technical indicator signaling the price is likely to remain flat in the near term. While Bitcoin hit 9,958 in early trading on exchanges, it dropped as low as 9,436 and has climbed as high as 9,700. As you can see here, the S&P 500 got a nice surge from the news, going up 3% in one day. Now, I know at first Bitcoin was staying kind of incongruent with the S&P 500 following the same trends, but then it broke that barrier and had its own breakout. So we're completely separated from the US economy right now. It's like Bitcoin's having its own party and the S&P 500 wasn't invited. I am curious to see though, if this is actually true that they think that Bitcoin's going to stay at that high $9,000 range for quite some time. And onto our next article of the day, which is titled, Bitcoin demand pushes tether below $1 for the longest stretch since March. Tether, the oldest and largest stablecoin tied to the US dollar, has fallen below par value for the longest stretch since Bitcoin hit 12 month lows in March. Tether maintained or exceeded par value consistently during Bitcoin's subsequent two month rally. The cryptocurrency, also known as USDT, dipped below $1 on Friday and has stayed below that mark as of press time on Monday. One possible explanation for the dip is persistently strong buying pressure for Bitcoin, especially on futures markets. Tether is typically used as a stand-in for the US dollar on crypto exchanges, a currency for buying another asset rather than an investment. Big shifts in demand can cause Tether to temporarily deviate from its peg. Tether's dip below $1 coincides with a brief respite of new token issuances, We've seen recently strong USDT inflows for months unrelated to Bitcoin price movements, and it's possible that those are tapering off. Basically, what people do is when they're investing in Bitcoin and they're day trading, and then they want to get out of the market but still hold a cryptocurrency, they exchange their Bitcoins for USDT because it's still a cryptocurrency and it can be transferred very, very quickly. Because if you wanted to pull your money out and deposit it into a different exchange or a different wallet, you'd have to cash out USD and have it transferred to a bank account, whereas Tether can go on a cryptocurrency wallet simply just for faster transactions. And onto our last article of the day, which is where I talk about a little bit of Ethereum. This last article is titled Vitalik Buterin, blockchains will discourage monopolies, not create them. Vitalik Buterin has called for lawmakers to be more accommodating to blockchain protocols, saying that they can actually help antitrust agencies fight monopolies and anti-competitive behavior. Together with Tibalt Shreppel, an antitrust academic and Harvard faculty associate, the creator of Ethereum argued in a new published paper that blockchain and antitrust agencies share a common goal in stopping the overt centralized and economic clout. In other words, 
decentralization, titled Blockchain Code as Antitrust. Buterin and Schreppel argue antitrust agencies promote decentralization by pushing anti-competitive behaviors to prevent harmful concentrations, similar to a blockchain that puts decentralization as its very core layer of functioning. But on a more pragmatic level, the report argues that allowing blockchain to flourish will actually benefit antitrust agencies, as anyone can transact on them irrespective of location and they can create fairer environments in places where there is either effective or non-existent antitrust enforcement. In the long term, antitrust agencies could even try and help foster the new regulatory framework for the technology to operate within, including the legal sanctions of things like sandboxes. I think the more that people and companies and the world educate themselves on cryptocurrency and the technology behind it blockchain, we're going to see a nice breakout of people using blockchain technologies to incorporate in everyday life all across the world. Following that, that's when the cryptocurrency adoption by more people is likely to happen. People like to test their water by dipping their toes in first, and blockchain is the perfect way to do that. And that's it for the news, guys. Don't forget to like the Facebook page, subscribe to the YouTube channel, join us again tomorrow when we go over the prices and the news. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.